Welcome to Growing Empowered Eaters. I'm your host, Ahuva Magda Hirschkop, mom of three, registered dietitian, and women's empowerment coach. I work with women around the world to support them in reclaiming their power, tapping back into their intuition, and harnessing the true power of the dinner table to raise empowered humans. Want to find out how? Listen along, and you'll be sure to learn. Today, we are talking about a really, really big topic that impacts every single woman that I work with in my coaching practice and every woman that I've spoken to who follows me on social media, we are talking about mom guilt and how mom guilt really impacts how we are available to be raising empowered humans. So some of you guys might have seen that my son, my 15-month-old, started daycare last week and it's definitely a really big shift you know, for anyone who's had kids um, going into daycare, school, transitions, huge things for families, right? In just rejigging our entire routines, even, you know, down to who gets you dressed in the morning. It's just, it's been a big deal. Uh, but the first day that he went to school and that, you know, he came home, um, I kind of looked at my dinner that I had made for the three kids. And right away thought, "Mm, like, was this really the best that I could do, right? I had pulled some hamburgers that I had made out of the freezer. We had some, you know, non-bread from the freezer. Um, And, you know, it was my first day at home, right? In theory, it was my first day where I didn't have a 15-month-old home with me. So all I had to do was work and, like, do a couple of things. But was this really the best that I could do? And that sort of mom guilt nag that tries to come in. And right away, I was like, okay, if anybody else, if any of my friends, if anybody showed me this dinner, right? I mean, all dinners are great. Feeding your kids is great. But I would look at it and be like, yeah, that that looks like a great dinner, right? Like you fed your kids. Good job. You know, pat on the back for you. But how quickly we as, as women are conditioned to beat ourselves up, right? To make ourselves feel wrong to make ourselves feel bad, to, you know, say that we're not doing enough, that like we're not focusing on enough, we're not doing enough for our kids. And being able to coach myself through that, right, walk yourself through how we get out of those thoughts, how we shift back into an empowered place, how we say, nope, I'm actually not going to choose this thought, right? I'm going to choose the thought of, you know, this is, I'm doing the best for my family. However, we walk ourselves through that. And, you know, I teach so many of the women that I work with how to walk themselves through that. But how we interact with that situation, right? Even how we deal with our kids uh, not eating at the table or saying something is yucky or any of those kind of things, how we conduct ourselves, how we coach ourselves and speak to ourselves through that how we can reframe our thoughts and choose the the empowered thought through that is actually how we can then choose those thoughts in other areas of our lives, right? And I've spoken in the past on my Instagram feed, on, you know, in the various workshops that I've run on on how we want ourselves and our kids to feel at the table, right? It's never as important what the food is at the table. In 20 years, our kids won't remember what you cooked on a Tuesday night, but they will remember how they felt at the table. 
whether it was a place of stress, whether it was a place of, of, you know, fear, whether it was a place of connection, whether it was a place of pleasure, whether, you know, how they felt, what that felt like for them in their body at the table is going to have a ripple effect and going to have impact on every other area of their life, right? And we focus hopefully on how we want our kids to feel at the table and how we want to feel there, right? Do we want to feel like it's a place that we dread every single day? Do we want to feel like it's a place that, uh, you know, we just have to deal with or that it's like just, oh, but we have to, you know, we have to feed our kids anyway. Or do we want to feel like it's a place where we welcome our kids and we, uh, you know, can teach them and we can model for them and we can show up in our highest selves. But more than how do we want our kids to feel at the table, the goal that I really want you know, us to be focusing on is how do we use how our kids are feeling at the table? How do we support them in making sure that how they feel at the table is actually how they can end up feeling in the rest of their lives, right? And how we feel at the table, how we show up in that space, how we can walk ourselves through, how we can own our decisions in that space, how we feel there is actually how we want to feel in the rest of our lives, right? Because when we sit at the table and we even make a decision there and then we have to sit there and, and you know, feel like, oh, should I have done this? Should I have served this? Should I have maybe done that? I probably could have done better this. Oh, it's so embarrassing that I only made X, Y, and Z for dinner, right? When we start ripping ourselves down and disempowering ourselves and doubting every decision and always making ourselves not good enough in that space. How are we going to show up in every other aspect of our lives, right? When you hand in something to your boss and you're like, I probably could have done better and it's really like, is it my best work? Are you ever going to ask for a raise at work? If you're constantly ripping down what you do and disempowering yourself and, you know, saying that you could have performed better or that, you know, it clearly wasn't good enough or all of those kind of things, of course not. And so we stay stuck in so many different aspects of our lives and so many different areas, right? Would you ever ask for more? Would you be like, be able to say to somebody, hey, you know what? I really don't like how you talk to me sometimes. Or we have to have this difficult conversation if at the table we condition ourselves to, you know what, let me just serve my kids whatever it is that they're going to eat because I don't want to deal with the big feelings that might come out of that, right? It's just easier to not, right? So often that ends up translating for us when we avoid those, those uh, you know, experiences, when we avoid those big feelings, when we avoid, you know, the the big emotions that are there, we train ourselves to actually avoid those situations. And because maybe we've never been allowed to express emotions like that, because maybe our big feelings were never honored and accepted and uh, considered when we were having these experiences as, as kids. But that means that in so many other areas, right, whether it's with friends, whether it's with your boss, whether it's the grocery store, when they give you the wrong amount for change and you're like, I don't want to make a big scene. So I'm not, I'm just going to walk out with the wrong amount. Right. And how we end up 
leading ourselves through those things, right, um, is actually how we end up interacting with the world around us and how we then end up interacting with the world around us is how we bring it back to our kids at the table, right? Because if we at the table, let's say, don't, again, serve our kids just the food that they want to eat because we're like, we don't want to deal with this. And then at work, we also don't want to deal, you know, we, we start making ourselves wrong and then we feel disempowered coming home from work. And then we model that for our kids at the table and end up raising disempowered humans because that is what they are seeing day in and day out, right? Our kids don't need to see us beating ourselves up and making ourselves wrong and constantly feeling guilty, right? That mom guilt for what we are or aren't doing for them or how much we are or aren't doing for them. They need to see a woman, a parent, standing in their own truest power and being able to even say with whatever it was that we did, right? Instead of feeling guilty about, I don't know, we yelled at our kids, being able to say, you know what, that was a human experience that I had. And even I'm sorry that I had it, or, you know, like I didn't like explaining to them that sometimes we have big emotions too, right? But owning the fact that, um, you know, we're allowed to feel like that and that we are allowed to have those feelings and that we are just human beings. But that is part of how we can start owning our own truth and owning our own power as women so that we can model that to our kids as well, right? Because when they see a, a mom who is feeling guilty because the dinner is not beautiful every night, And when they see a mom who is feeling guilty because they had like one big emotion, right? All that we end up teaching them is women and moms are meant to just be able to do all things at all time to their fullest capacity, right? Like we should always all have beautiful dinners available every single night because God forbid our kids ever don't have something that is like a six course dinner. And also if you have big emotions, like that's not the way that, uh, you know, women behave. That's not the way that you should behave. That's not the way that people behave when like who doesn't have a big emotion sometimes. Right. And so the idea of mom guilt is number one, just letting go of the fact that you're not supposed to be a human being right? Just because we're moms doesn't mean that we're not allowed to be human beings, that we're not allowed to have, that we aren't allowed to be people with desires, that we're not allowed to be people with interests. Like if you were rock climbing yesterday and so the dinner didn't get on the table, but like you show up and you're in the best mood and you're engaging with your kids and you're like being the best mom ever, then great that you didn't make them dinner, right? So, you know, just letting go of the idea that we have to do everything perfectly all the time. And also that we're never allowed to be you know, upset or we're never allowed to be overwhelmed or we're never allowed to have all those big feelings that we just need to martyr ourselves, uh, you know, to our kids and just be this like robot of a person who's never allowed to have those big feelings, um, you know, modeled to like, or shown to our kids. They should never see that. And so, you know, in really just being able to let go of that mom guilt is just the one question that I would encourage you guys to think about or to ask or to just consider 
for the next little bit is like, what would you say to your best friend if they said that they felt guilty for the thing that you were doing, right? If I, if my best friend said to me, you know what, I made, I served my kids a balanced dinner, but it was from the freezer and, you know, I was home all day. I probably could have done better. I'd be like, are you kidding me? Like you did great. You rock. You are awesome. And just trying to think of how, if it wasn't you, if it wasn't you, you know, trying to um, imagine that like you you really needed to give your 10,000% and it was a friend who was asking you, you know, how sort of how should I feel? Although we should never be letting other people dictate how we feel. But if somebody was saying to you, how should I feel about the situation? Or like, what do you think about this? You'd be like, you're amazing. You're fantastic. You should like win mom of the year. And so that's how we need to start coaching ourselves through that, right? Is this really, uh, you know, mom guilt is just, it's a really easy emotion to go back to, right? It's really easy. It's familiar. It's almost like a well-worn road that, uh, you know, without really being able to actively choose a better thought that we just fall into as as a habit. It's a really crappy habit. And recognizing that mom guilt and just going down to that easy habit actually prevents us from being able to choose the empowered thought at the table and focusing on, remember, you know, how we want ourselves to feel in life, how we want our kids to feel in life is how we have to start modeling at the table. If we want them to choose the empowered thought, if we want to be able to own our decisions in every other area of our lives, right? Not only focusing on how we want our kids to feel at the table, how we want to feel in that experience, but how we want to feel in everything that we do. And choosing the empowered thought at the table is the first step to being able to allow all of us to feel that way. So I hope this is helpful. I know that, you know, there's so many instances where mom guilt likes to you know, rear its ugly head. And so the next time that you, you know, feel like you, uh, like you're slipping into that mom guilt, just asking yourself, how do I, if, if this happened to me in other er- any other area of my life, how would I want to feel, right? How do I want to feel tonight at the dinner table before I even show up there? How do I want my kids to feel? And what would I tell my best friend if they were facing this exact same situation? Okay. I hope everyone has a great week and I cannot wait to talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening to Growing Empowered Eaters. Before you go, remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Leave us a five-star review and take a screenshot and send it to me over on Instagram and my handle at ahuva, A-H-U-V-A-R-D, so that I can say a proper thank you for joining me on this mission to Growing Empowered Eaters.